the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is about saving and investments for your retirement. Uh, The motto of the Max Out Savings Show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save, (coughs) save aggressively and invest conservatively. Now, we got a lot to talk about on the show today. We're going to be talking about saving, how to build up your income for retirement. We're going to be talking about the markets. We're going to be talking about what's happening with the euro. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a number of other other things with uh, that's happening in the world. The world is rapidly changing in the financial sector. And uh, very interesting times, exciting times. For instance, did you know that in the last 45 years, the do- the euro has gone down again it's moved against the dollar at this rate only this is the second time the second most biggest movement in the euro in the last 45 years now think about that think about all the things that have happened over the last 45 years between wars and uh recessions and uh, oil shocks and uh and different types of things like that and and, and then where and, and think where we are right now it, it, and so for this is only this this is the second biggest move in that time frame the euro so far year to date is down almost 13% and the only other time it moved this much was in 19 uh, 1992 when when england was thrown out of the uh out of the the euro system over there but and the other times we had movements like this was when Paul Volcker raised interest rates up massively in 1980 where interest rates were in the teens uh during the the collapse of Lehman Brothers and here recently and so a number of those things we had big stock market moves when that happened and and, and so you ask yourself Ted look why should I care about the euro unless I'm going on a vacation to Europe which I'm probably not what do I care France is still overpriced even if it's only down 13% let me tell you that again the movements in these currencies are very unusual this is the second biggest move in 45 years and, and so what this is telegraphing is is that the the financial world is rapidly changing, and with that, uh, your investments could rapidly change. Right now, we have a unique situation uh, in in the fact that currencies are now moving more than the stock market, which is very, very unusual. So major currencies around the world that they really don't like to change or typically have 
changes of 2 or 3% is a big move are suddenly moving 13%. The Brazilian reals down 15% or about 15% year to date. Uh the Canadian currencies is is hitting multi-year lows against the dollar. The peso is is hitting lows against the dollar. Very, a lot of volatility in the world. Uh and then you have and then you have interest rates in Europe. You have four countries out there in the world today where going out, investing in the in the government bonds of those countries, three years out, they will give you negative interest rates, which means they'll give you less money back. And you have uh, four or five countries in Europe right now with short-term negative interest rates. That is unique in history. It, 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 what, what, and you have to understand, you go back, most of the records we go have go back to about the 1300s. Then it gets really sketchy after that. But there's really never been a time in history where we've had negative interest rates. And so that's – actually, interest rates are at record lows right now. And so what's going on out there? We have the stock market that hit new highs a couple of weeks ago. Everybody was happy. But look – it, it defies logic that you're going to have the, the stock market merrily marching up to new highs every week with currency dislocations around the world, with falling commodity prices, and uh, a global deflationary wave hitting the world. It, it, and so what, what's happening is is the market's been in walked up because of mostly because of uh, of buying of of uh, stock buyback programs by corporations, but. The problem they're running into is the tide. They're starting to swim against the tide in the stock market. The 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 higher the dollar goes, remember, forty percent of of the revenue and earnings from the S and P five hundred companies comes from overseas. Well, if you're selling, if you're selling hamburg, or if you're McDonald's and you're selling in Europe, uh, and, and your euro currency just dropped thirteen percent, that means. If you sell the same amount of hamburgers you did last uh, the last quarter in Europe, you've got 13 when you convert your European profits into dollars, you have 13% less profits. And so what this means is is you're seeing a, 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 a substantial drop in earnings coming in from S&P 500 companies from the dollar. And, and, and so earnings are starting to go down. And what we're seeing in addition you're seeing slowdowns in the, many of these countries. You're seeing a slowdown in Europe. We talked about it in the show. You've seen a slowdown in Japan. China is materially slowing down. Brazil's slowing down. We have a uh, the Arab countries are slowing down because of the drop in oil prices. Russia's slowing down. Uh, it, it, we have a global sl- economic slowdown. And, and so, what we have to understand is is the risks are going up substantially in 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 the world today. And and what you have to do is work to protect your portfolio and understand that things are rapidly changing in this world. And and it, and and it's not like it used to be. It used to be we could shift from one sector to the other by small cap to take a little lot more risk. If, if we think the market's going to go down, we go into big cap or we go into some international. The problem in the world today, all asset classes are moving up and down at the same time, and and that makes it very hard to 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 go in there and, and, and maneuver around. And so what you have to do is you have to take a fundamentally different movement to protect your portfolio than you have in the past. And you have to maintain higher levels of cash. You've got to sit there and be more proactive and have to understand where these markets are going. This is a completely... This is one of there, – there's very few times in history where you can see this type of, of economic turmoil worldwide, and there's never been a time in history when the markets haven't gone down, and so you've got tremendous amounts of risk out there. Now, if you have a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 
888-339-1070, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. We're a live show. We're here in Houston, Texas. This isn't some nationwide infomercial begging you to come to our seminars or whatever else we have. And this is a live show. We're talking about serious things. We're talking about your retirement and, and we're talking about your savings. And so if you need some help, you can give us a call. I'll be happy to answer your questions, 713-339-1070, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. So so where where are we in, in, in the world today? And, and, and so we have currencies are, are all declining pretty much across the board with the exception of the Swiss franc uh, against the dollar. And... The only one that hasn't quite gone down yet is 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 the Chinese yuan. Eventually, the Chinese are going to have to going to have to drop their currency. They have no choice. Their their economy is actually in worse shape than us. Look, what we're witnessing, and we wrote about this in our Max Out Savings Report. What we're witnessing is a fundamental shift in what's happening in the world. For the last since 1980, actually, Paul Volcker raised interest rates up to 17% to, to try to shut down inflation. Inflation was out of control. He had to do something. He said, look, we're not going to stand for this. And they, they raised interest rates up. The economy went into recession. For Some of y'all probably remember literally buying houses with mortgages yield at 10%. And, and flip side of that, we've now dropped interest rates for the last uh, 35 years down to, to zero interest rates on Fed funds, and they were as high as 17% down to zero right now, where they've been for the last couple of years. And the problem they have in the world today is with record low interest rates, we cannot lower interest rates anymore. The Fed's funds rates is at zero. The European strategy is, well, look, we're going to take negative interest rates. It's called NERP policy, negative interest rate policy. So they're saying, well, look, we'll charge people to hold money, and they'll have to go out and spend their money. And and this somewhat defies logic. The thinking is, is we're going to, if you put the money in the bank, we're going to give you less money. So instead, you're going to go out and spend the money elsewhere. And let me ask you something. If you're so worried about your your return on your money that you're putting at the bank for safety and you're willing to take you're willing to pay them to take it there, who in their right mind thinks that someone is going to go out and said, "Oh, let, instead, let's go build a factory, let's buy a new car, let's do something else with the money instead." Because I don't want to get a little I'm terrified about the protection of my money. I'm willing to take less money uh, just to, to, for it to be protected, or oh, my alternative is to spend the money and take a big risk. It, and so what you're seeing is you're seeing a failure of these interest rate policy. You're seeing a failure of of central bank policymakers out there. And, and what we've witnessed over the last 10 years or so has literally been a revolution, uh, much like the communist revolution in many ways, where what the central bankers of the world said, look, let us handle the let us handle central planning in the world. We can adjust interest rate policies up and down, and therefore adjust asset prices. And what we can do is we can manage the economy. It's kind of a centrally planned economy, and they'll never use that word because they know if they ever did, they they would be shut down immediately. But that's what they've done. This is a policies of failure. The the idea of central bank central planning by central bankers and setting asset prices is was bound to fail just like communism was bound to fail. It's all manipulation. And, and so now this is failing. So the only thing they have left, and this is really important, this is what you want to listen and understand, is the only thing they have left to do now is to manipulate currencies. And so what now they're doing is they're dropping their currencies which is what they've done in the past when countries got in trouble. Typically, the currency depreciated. It brought some inflation in. It, it, it let them uh, it let them export some products out to 
to, to the countries to bring more money in. And since since things were more expensive overseas, the money stayed in the country because they couldn't afford it, and the, and the economies rejuvenated. That's what they're going back to now. So what you have to understand, and we've written about this extensively in our Max Out Savings Report, is is we're moving from current, from interest rates to, to currencies, and that's going to be much more volatile. And that's going to lead to more volatility in the stock market. And, and this, is, this is the key point is because before, when they were using interest rates to try to get economies going and to push up asset prices, every time they lowered the price or every time they began a quantitative easing program, it was good for the markets because it put more money in, and the only place anyone could put it was in bonds or in the, in the stock market. This is different because... If the currencies start going down and dropping and dropping, eventually it's it's gonna it's gonna affect the the value of the stocks. It's gonna affect the earnings that the, the stocks are getting, and so it's not always gonna be positive for the stock markets. And, and, and investors around the world haven't quite figured this out. They ha- they don't understand that we're in a, a transition time, and, and so we we write about this some um, in our max out savings report, which we'll tell you how to get to shortly, uh, for, for going forward. But uh, that is the key. I want you to understand is I want you to understand is that this is a fundamental change, and you want to work now to protect your portfolios from these changes in these currency wars that we're seeing, and also that those currency moves are going to change liquidity, and it's all going to be about liquidity for it's going to be about currency wars and liquidity for 2015. Now, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy right here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Happy to take your calls. That's one thing I really enjoy doing is taking calls. And we're coming up here on, on a quick break. And what what couple things we're going to be talking about afterwards? We're going to be talking some more about currencies. We're going to be talking about what's the effect on the markets. We're going to be talking about oil later on. We're talking about what what can what a one percent increase in your savings rate do for you? What will it do for your income when you retire? Now we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's solid advice from Ted Gioka of Max Out Savings Advisors, and he shares it with you every Saturday when the Max Out Savings Show airs at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. Ted's method calculates risk as well as return to actively manage your investments in today's changing markets. Max Out Savings Advisors uses a finely tuned value analysis strategy designed to manage and mitigate risk to prepare and escort you through retirement. Listen to the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1070, The Answer. 
Howdy, this is Jack Chambers, host of Houston and Beyond, the radio show about what to see and do around Houston and in interesting travel destinations. My guests and I talk about restaurants, concerts, theater, arts, movies, recreation, sports, attractions, festivals, museums, special events, health and fitness, senior activities, and activities for pets. If you're a fellow Baylor fan, you'll enjoy the stories I sometimes feature about Baylor-related events that take place here in Houston, and there's even a Houston Baylor page on my website, Sick'em Bears. Houston and Beyond is brought to you by some great sponsors, including Apartment Living Locators, Dominique Kindle Estate Sales, Houston Medical Testing Services, Houston Wealth Management, KT Solar Systems, Pasha Snoring and Sinus Center, Senior Entrance Depot, Slingshot Delivery, U.S. Pool, Vergy Emergency Animal Hospital, Wagon Tails Pet Ranch, Woodlong Funeral Home, and Cemetery. Go to my webpage, HoustonandBeyond.com, where you can tune in live and even listen to previously aired editions of the show, or listen to Houston and Beyond live on the radio, Sundays from 5 to 7 p.m., right here on AM 1070, The Answer. Adios! AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement. Uh, we're live here in Houston, Texas. Give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. We're just talking about the dollar, how this is the, this is only this, this, this is the second biggest move in the dollar against the euro in the last 45 years. And we talked about we've gone through wars. We've gone through oil shocks. We've gone through uh, financial meltdowns, all of that. And, and this is only the second biggest move. And what is happening out there? And, and what's happening is is we witnessed the failure of central bank policies on low interest rates to restart economies. And so now you're, you're leading to dollar dollar currency wars more currency wars in general. And and these currency wars are going to have secondary effects out there. I, I, for, for instance, there, there's a uh, it's not really a controversial paper, but a paper came out that's gotten a lot of attention here recently from the Bank of International Settlements. And bear with me just a, a second on this, guys. It's a little complicated, but but since 2008, at the height fi- of the financial crisis, companies have non-US companies have borrowed Borrowing has gone from about five point eight billion up to uh, nine billion dollars. So we've had a massive increase of of, of almost three point two trillion nine, nine trillion dollars. Excuse me, a three point two trillion dollar increase in non dollar in, in non U S companies borrowing in dollars. Now you said, Ted, what do I care about that? I'll tell you why. And the reason is is because these companies all of a sudden the euro's down thirteen percent, the Brazilian real's now. <laughs> Excuse me, it's now fifteen percent. This is in one quarter. Well, if I just borrowed, if I borrowed a hundred million million dollars in in dollars, and I'm in Brazil, and I'm saying I'm Petrobras, all of a sudden, in my my, uh, if I'm doing business in Brazil and reals, I've got to come up with a hundred and fifteen billion dollars worth of 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 Brazilian reals more in order to to pay back my my debt in in dollars and so their dollar their the, to pay back their debt <laughs> becomes much harder i give you an example uh, petrobras has over 100 billion dollars worth of 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 borrowing out there i think it's about 135 billion massive amounts of borrowing their currency's going down so they're in trouble 
the oil is going down, and, and so they're they're going to have trouble paying it back. Other countries around the world are are going to have problems because of this, and, and so this is going it, to it's going to cause further knock on effects to the currencies. So, so something to think about and uh, and see. See, let's just run that call. Let's see who's calling in on line one. Just hit the button here. Hi, this is Ted Gioka. You had a question for us. Uh, yeah, uh, Ted. My name's Brian. I have um, I have uh, relatives in uh, in Europe, and I'm just wondering uh, this talk about the euro versus the dollar. Should I be getting them to bring their money to the U.S.? Should I be bringing my money to to the Europe? Well, what does this mean for a personal investor who's got? Um, um, savings that are uh, that are liquid, uh, but in a particular currency. Yeah, that that's a good question, Brian. The, here, here's how that works: is if the if 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 your relatives in Europe had money in the U.S., their their returns. Let's say they had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank here. All of a sudden, when they reconverted back to euros over there in their euro currency, they would have thirteen percent more. So they'd have like a hundred and thirteen thousand dollars in euros now. So it's better for them if they're in Europe to have some of their money in the U.S. In addition, you're getting you're getting very low interest rates of maybe a a quarter percent or so for three years. Over it, you're getting a higher rate of return here in the U.S. as well. So more. So what you're seeing now is, and one of the reasons that the euro collapse is gaining stream is you're getting this big capital flight of people going to of coming into the United States uh, to invest their money into the banks and stocks over here. But now, if you say if you wanted to go buy a house in Europe, in euros, your house, you can take your money to Europe and, and your house that you're thinking of buying just got 13% cheaper over there. So that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So that's good. Anyway, is that, that answer the question? Absolutely. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Yeah. And that's what, see, it, 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 so this euro has real, it has real consequences uh, of the drop in the euro, and it's not just the euro, but it's the Canadian dollar. It's it's currencies around the world, it, it, and so as a, as the euro gets weaker, the opportunity to buy real estate in Europe is going to become better. So more money is going to come in, and by the way, stabilize their real estate markets. So something to think about. Uh, the thing to remember here is big changes are happening to currencies. Look. This uh, this is over time is not going to be good for the equity markets in and are you talking about some uh, about that in a in, uh, well let me just cover it right now it's if you look at the, at the stock market it's starting to break down and we've, we we long time listeners of the show noticed that know that over the last we actually a couple number of months now more than that almost we've been talking about the importance of of the of the hundred day moving average in. And and the the market right now closed it closed just above the hundred day moving average, which is twenty forty five in the S and P. It was clo- it was trading underneath that about an hour before the market closed, and it came back up. The market appears to be somewhat breaking down, and and and, and I think the corrosive effect of higher dollar, uh, which mean which is hurting com- U.S. companies overseas earnings, as we talked about the McDonald example, McDonald's example. Lower lower oil prices uh, and a slowdown in the U.S. economy are all starting to weigh very heavily on the market. Now, some people will say it's been the weather, but retail sales came in under expectations, and they were coming in under expectations before we had the cold February. And and the thinking was is look, all that what was going to happen out there was uh, 
the cold weather uh, was going to hurt the economy, but oil prices was the big boom, and the consumers were going to take all their gasoline savings and start spending it in the economy. And instead, they're saving money, and, 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 and they're having to pay off bills and stuff. So that's not happening. So you're getting this slowdown. And so it's starting to look like the market's broken down. We are very defensive, and I think you've got to just be super cautious here. And so the oil drop uh, – look, we talked a lot about oil. We've been talking about oil since July of last year, pointing out that it was breaking down. We wrote about this in our Max Out Savings Report. And by the way, if, you, if, if, you haven't, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report list, uh, you, now's the time to sign up. We, we send that report out about once a month. We talk about everything from oil prices declining to uh, what's ha- to the currency wars at the beginning of the year, our outlook for currencies. We, we said there was going to be currency wars. And uh, we talked about them, how expensive the market is in the most recent one. We, we, back in, 19, in 2007, we wrote about how the investment banks were going to fail. And not only did we just come up with these wild things, but we said, look, take a look at their balance sheets. We listed the balance sheets on a, on a little chart and said, look, these balance sheets are growing too quickly versus what real estate is doing, and they're going to get in trouble, and the balance sheets are going to fail. And we, we pretty much predicted what was going to happen with the run on the investment firms. And, and, and so uh, it was land... It was groundbreaking stuff then. Very few people were saying it. It's kind of it's kind of trendy now to sit there and warn everybody that the stock market's going to fall and everything. But look, we're, we'll tell you why we think things are going to happen and, and, and kind of lay out a case. And that's what makes us different at Max Out Savings Advisors. And so, so we we send out this free report about once a month. I send it out. I don't want to send out too much stuff to people. It's free. All you do is you go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We've got a recent, well, we're going to have send up one shortly on common 401k mistakes. A lot of good savings tips, investment outlook, different things like that in the report. Just go to maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up for a free copy. Uh, by the way, if you've got a mobile device, just go just type in maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up right now. That's M-A-X-O-U-T-Savings.com. And you can also call us up and talk to me live here at the station at 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The couple things. Let's take a look at oil prices. You know, actually, the sun's out there. That's impressive. I've not, that, I've not seen that for a number of weeks. I get to use my sunglasses first time. I think the first time in, in March. Very exciting. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the uh, I wanted to touch base on oil. Uh, we're still having uh, – we talked a lot about oil. We've been saying oil was going down since, uh, I want to say July, but in a minimum August of last year. We didn't – I'd like to say we claimed it was going to go to 50, but we did – I sort of thought it might go in the high 75s, but it just kept going down. And we wrote about it how – we wrote about it into last year about diversifying, not overweighting in the energy sector, particularly in Houston, Texas, where a lot of people have a lot of oil stocks in – and so where are we now? Oil has gone from about uh, – West, West Texas crude has gone from about 110 or so down to down to $45 here recently. Uh, we had a little short covering rally where it rallied up up above 50, and, and, and it has come back down again. And lo- looking at the numbers, uh, oil closed – where's my numbers? Here we go, right here. About forty four eighty four, and and one of the things you're starting to hear some more about is something we've been talking about on our Max Out Savings Show for about a month, where we said, look, there's a lot of, of wells that have not been completed, and, and what we've been telling people is the difference between a, a regular oil well and a shale well is 
a regular oil well, for me to drill in, for me to complete, there's two processes in drilling an oil well. First of all, you drill the oil well. You, you you put the pad in place, you move the rig in, you drill the hole down to 12,000 feet or whatever it is. And then there's something where you decide to, hey, wow, we have oil. This is great. Let's drill and complete the well. Let's complete the well. So then we, instead of plugging it, we case it with pipe. And then we go in and we perf- we log the well, we case it with pipe. Uh, we, we, we frack it and put in our completion tanks and everything and then produce it. So a simple straight well, vertical well, that's about 30% to complete that well. In in a horizontal well, the, the, the completion costs are about 65%, and we're seeing a lot more of that type of stuff out there now. Uh, and so it's 60% more, so it's a lot more money. And so what's happening is you're seeing a lot of people out there are are, dr- are not completing these wells. And, and so this is going to be more production coming on the market. And let's take a call from Kevin to 713-339-1070. Hey, Kevin. Hey, good morning. Uh, you, you're talking about oil. My wife's in the oil business in one of the related companies, and we're just kind of concerned and curious as to where you think this thing is headed. That with the prices going to be going up anytime soon? Have you got any insight on that? You know, I tell you what. I think they stay down for most of the year here, and then they start going up. And 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 one of the reasons is 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 because there's a lot of wells that that haven't been completed out there yet that are still coming on production in 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 the most recent numbers for oil production in in uh, i think the uh, at the end of february first week of march the, the production actually went up in the united states so we're still not seeing that drop yet and so i think it stabilizes here now kevin if we can get oil up to about 70 dollars, i think most of these guys can make a pretty good profit at that level and so i'm hoping right. later this year we're going to see it move back up to that level you think the the fact that summer's coming up, or springtime at least is here, and summer will be coming up, maybe more people will be driving, and they'll go ahead and get back out on the roads because they've cut back for so many years with the higher prices. Yeah, and I think that that's probably your that's going to be your better time frame. They'll start increasing production in May for the summer season because they've got to switch over the, from the winter gas to the summer gas, and they try to ramp up the supply. And so that so I think May is probably when you're going to see kind of some jump backs up. I think I think we got a week. Uh, March and April, and then we'll see some stabilization. Okay. Appreciate the help. Okay, Kevin. Good enough. Thank you. Yeah, And that's what uh, – there, there, there was an RBC uh, report that came out, uh, RBC Capital Markets. And the reason I, I, I'm, I'm actually saying that, telling you about it is they're saying that in Texas and North Dakota, there's 3,000 wells that have been drilled – but not completed, which is just an astonishing number. Now, I've seen I've seen a hundred a number from some companies, a hundred and eight, almost two hundred. I think EOG has, but I was shocked by three thousand wells. Now, keep in mind, some of those wells are, are are even fracked, but they're just waiting for the pipelines to come in. But they're either not been fracked or they're waiting for the pipelines. With that means there's still a lot of production coming on the market that we're going to have to kind of wade through to get through this to get to this oil. All time and look what the the oil guys are hoping for. They nobody. I don't think anybody thinks this oil is going back to a hundred dollars a barrel. I, I, I unless we have a war in the Middle East, you're not going to see that. But I think, like I said, most people. I think if we can get seventy dollar oil, we should be in good shape. Let's take a call from Oscar here. Yeah, on that question that men said about you know your outlook for for the oil prices, the biggest factor is the dollar, isn't it? Because look look what it's done to commodities. I mean, you have a you have companies like Freeport McMoran that are at the lows right now, 
they've taken yeah. a, a bigger hit than most uh, other companies. So the dollar is really the key to this uh, to this situation that's happening, isn't it? Well, the do- yeah, the dollar is one part of it. Because remember, if the euro the euro has dropped thirteen percent against the dollar, so all things being equal. Uh, Oil in Europe just got 13% more expensive. Right. And, and then also, Ted, if, if, if people are, uh, if, if, if the currencies are going down and people are saving their dollars in other countries because it's, it's the thing to have, shouldn't we be doing this in this country also? Should we, should we be, uh, you know, uh, saving more dollars and holding on to dollars more because things are going to get cheaper, you know, six months or a year from now? What is that story about the dollar and our own finances? Well, I think it's not. It's. It, I think we're kind of like the worst. We're the best house in the bad neighborhood, and so people are like, "Well, you know, things are bad in the United States, but hey, look, compared to Europe, which is a basket case, or China, which is falling apart, it's a pretty good place to be." And 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 so, I I, I think the play later this year is after as the dollar goes up is 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 once some of these come countries get in trouble due to their dollar borrowing, which you're going to see happen in the next couple of months, then you're going to see their stock markets crumble. And then you start buying into some of those sectors later this year with strong dollars against their hey, cheap Ted, currencies. Hey, Ted, should we, should we be uh, uh, raising more cash because the dollar is more important now than before? No, uh, the reason you should be raising more cash right now is the dollar is, uh, this dollar has gone up at such a velocity. Remember, this is on the second highest move in the euro in the last 45 years. Right. Is that this, there's going to be ramifications of people with that can't pay back their debt overseas, U.S. companies that can't, that, that, that aren't able to grow their earnings from overseas, which is 40% of the S&P 500. Yes. The, the companies that are over, the countries overseas since their dollar their currency has dropped from the dollar, then they can't buy as much from us. So this is going to cause a lot of ramifications, and, and, and I think you're going to have a, a problem in the, in the market. So I think you want to go to cash, increase cash levels in here right now. Very good. Thank you, Ted. Thanks, Oscar. Appreciate the call. And again, this is some of the consequences of the dollar that we're seeing about. And I think if we're coming up here on a break, uh, Give us a call if you'd like. We're live at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. And by the way, if you haven't signed up for that free newsletter, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. And, and, and look, if, you, if you'd like for me to take a look at your portfolio and see how you're set up for these t- challenging times that are coming, uh, I'll be happy to sit down with you. Max Out Savings Advisors is a local Houston company, and uh, you can set up an appointment. Go to the website, request an appointment, and, and we'll set something up for you, and I'll sit down and go over your portfolio for a free portfolio review. I'll be happy to, to help you out. If you want some help, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. Ted Gioka and the Max Out Savings Show continue after this short break. To find out more about Max Out Savings Advisors, visit MaxOutSavings.com. In a moment, more of the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. We've seen a lot of volatility in the financial markets recently. Do you have a plan in place to protect your retirement? Max Out Savings can lead you through these troubling times so you can enjoy your retirement. Retirement should be a time to follow your dreams, not to worry about your investments. Let Max Out Savings be your retirement partner. Set up an appointment with us at MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Or call us at 713-627-0400. That's 713-627-0400. 
Hi, this is Sam Malone for Ability Tree Experts. The best, Louis Flory, great friend of mine, licensed arborist, third generation in the family, over 30 years taking care of trees. That's what they do. Ability Tree Experts, they make sure your trees are properly pruned, make sure the upper canopy is cleaned out. They also make sure that there's no insect or disease problems on your trees because they are valuable. They are beautiful, very expensive to replace. And a tree can be in distress for several months. You'd never know. But you know what? Lewis knows. Call 281-441-4179. That's the number I call. I'm a customer. Or go online. Ability Tree Experts website is abilitytrees.com. You get a free feeding with every tree pruned. And you know what? You never know when the next storm is going to hit. So get those trees professionally pruned by Ability Tree Experts, Houston's leading tree care professional. Online, AbilityTrees.com. AbilityTrees.com. Hi, I'm J.P. Pritchard, and I bring you the news. Mornings on AM 1070, The Answer. All the latest on what's going on in the world, but I also take you behind the scenes on Impact Houston. This week, I talk with Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick about what he expects to come out of this session of the legislature, and I'll check in with the director of Crime Stoppers. Please join us for Impact Houston on AM 1070, The Answer, at 6.30 Saturday evening and at 2.30 Sunday afternoon on KK. KHT The Word. We'll talk issues. Please be there. Impact Houston on AM 1070. The answer. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, we're live here in Houston. If you've got any questions, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, wanted to expand a little bit on, on the, uh, the the oil. Is one of the one of the things uh, we've got oil fell back down again. A couple things happened. There's a lot of lot of people were buying the oil ETF when it got into the into the 40s, and then that pushed oil back up into about 53, 54 dollars. And now now that's kind of coming back off. A couple reasons. Production is that we just got our production numbers for February. Oil continued to climb. Number two, storage went up to a record level uh, of, uh, I want to say it's 400 and something uh, million barrels of oil, uh, for 400, almost 450 million barrels of oil in storage now. And, and then the, uh, the, the other thing that, that's happened is, is, is that the, uh, the complete, people are starting to understand what we've been talking about on the Max Out Savings Show for almost a month is, hey, completions out there are, there's a huge number of completions out there because a lot of people didn't understand the, the shift in completions and the lag time to, to setting up production. Now, some of these guys are saying, look, we're not completing any wells at $50, $45 oil. We're patiently waiting for 70 or $70 or $60 oil. You know, that's somewhat a... You know, you got to be careful with that because then the more that stuff builds up out there, the less likely it's going to go to the $60. And, and so <clears throat> we'll have to see. Now, one of the positive things is is the government has announced that they're going to purchase some more oil for the Strategic Petroleum Reserve uh, coming up to try to sop up some of this oil that's on the market. So a lot of changes. We've been talking that we felt like this was oil was going to be a, kind of more of a U-shaped uh, recovery. It's going to take a little time. I think over the long term, oil is going higher. Uh, I'm not looking for uh, for a hundred dollar oil anytime soon. Uh, there's just a lot of capa- <laughs> capacity coming on the market. 
But I'm hoping we get back up really up into that maybe $70 oil once we start getting the drop off. The good news is the shale oil has 30% plus declines in, in, in production. So with, so they might be producing that, that well at at a at, uh, thousand barrels a day initially. Well, it might be down to 500 or less uh, a, a, after uh, 12 months. In Whereas a lot of, if you put a, a well in the, uh, that's producing a, th- say it's producing 5,000 barrels in the Gulf, it, it might be producing 5,000 barrels two years later, three years later. And it's same thing, a good well here, you know, it might be produces 500 barrels a day and it's, it's still, it's, it's producing 400 barrels a day, three years later. Well, these shale wells, three years later, they go from a thousand down to maybe 50 barrels a day. And, and so you get a very big drop. What people didn't understand was the completion. So big changes in the oil sector. Look, Pete, I get a lot of questions about oil stocks. I think you're going to have to see some dividend cuts coming out of the big companies. Eni, the big Italian company, uh, cut their stock buyback program, reducing their dividend. Uh, we saw Chevron uh, cut their stock buyback program. I think you're going to see a lot of these guys cutting their stock buyback programs. I think some of the big ones, I think you're going to see some cuts in the dividends. And uh, and I think you, I, it, as far as the stocks themselves goes, they're going to have to take some write-offs starting in the second quarter. So I, 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 I still think we have some more down in, in the sector here. And, and this is uh, particularly some of the big ones that just really haven't come down that much. And we've done a lot of work. And, and typically, they tend to go down more than they have with this type of drop in price uh, in the past. Something to think about. Uh, what else do we have? We t- Let's just touch base some on savings. Uh, if you put away an extra 1%, into your savings plan, uh, that if you're 45, if you if you're 25 years old and you're making forty thousand dollars a year, if you increase your savings rate one percent, just instead of saving five percent, you save six percent. That adds thirty eight hundred and seventy dollars in income per year to your retirement in income. Not not. That doesn't mean when you retire you have thirty eight hundred and seventy dollars. You have thirty eight hundred and thirty. $3,870 per year extra income. Now, it's better if you start early. And, and as an example to this, if you're 45 and you're making $70,000 a year, that extra 1% in savings increases your 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 income rate to $1,880 uh, per year. So you pick up almost $2,000 a year just by increasing your savings rate. And and this is why these savings rates are so important. I like to see everyone we talked about in this show for years about saving at least 10% plus the company match. And it, this is so important. I talk to people and they're like, uh, everyone's dropping out of our 401k program. You can't drop out of it. Just keep saving. Keep putting away a little money. If you can't afford it, at least save 3 or 4%. At least get a company match and then... Put that away for an emer- for you know, and just do not touch it. In in, and it'll build up over time. We've had people with virtually hardly any money coming in, and and really not very wealthy people at all, almost poor people have enough savings built up in their savings program. They get two hundred thousand dollars built up in their savings program. And they have a really pretty comfortable retirement with money in the bank. And so you just have to start somewhere, and you have to fight to save that money. And that's one of the keys. And and remember, our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. If you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. And we'll we'll get your questions answered at 
1070 right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The uh, talked talk about savings, the importance of savings. We, we've been talking some about the oil prices, where it's going to go. Uh, I, I also wanted to, 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 you know, to touch base on on some of the the, the, the numbers I saw. I, I saw a recent number about only forty six percent of the American people are working, and and that that is among the lowest in since the nineteen eighties. And, and it's even worse than that because if you sit down and really look at the numbers, uh, there, there's actually more people not working than there ever has been in history in the United States. And this is becoming an increasingly big problem out there is we got a smaller and smaller number of of working people supporting the rest of us. And, and, and this something's going to have to give. We have to get people back to work. And this is what we're going to have to work on, concentrate on before the next election. Let's take a call from Chuck. Hi, Chuck. Hi, Ted. Uh, I wanted to uh, follow up on the point you made about uh, the currencies leading to a liquidity issue. And I was wondering... Yes. Uh, what that liquidity issue is it the the debt problem you're talking about or that I tell you what Chuck that is a phenomenal question thank you for asking that because look I think one of the real story uh, two main trends this year are going to be currency wars and I think later this year liquidity and by liquidity I mean if everybody starts heading for this to sell the the market who's going to be the buyers on the other side I I, I saw. A, 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 a big hedge fund manager made a comment that he he thought this was going to be kind of a disaster. But one thing he said was, he said, look, last year I thought the market was going to go down, so we started liquidating our positions, and I was surprised how little liquidity was and how hard it was to get things sold. And, and right now everybody's kind of leaning on one side of the boat and buying the market. Once If this thing starts going down, who's going to it, – it's at record levels based on uh, – uh, uh, the, the, your uh, KPE, your sales ratios, your cash flow, everything. Who's going to be the people to buy? And, and the problem is there could be a big air pocket. It, it, and Chuck, it, it's not just in stocks, but if you listen to what big institutional, and I've sat down at the table with them, have investors have said about the bond market, they really fear the liquidity in the corporate bond market. And the Federal Reserve has even pointed out there's a lack of liquidity because there's just not that many buyers. And, and with with Frank and Dodd, one of the things that happened is they they sort of kicked out the big uh, trading firms like Merrill Lynch and Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley from. They, they no longer have big trading books. So it used to be if I wanted to sell, say, a half a million dollars worth of bonds on, uh, I, I mean, I don't know on uh, on EOG, for instance. Uh, it, it, they would step in and give me a reasonably decent bid. Well, if if people think interest rates are going up, those guys are all gone. So the only people that are going to buy are going to be opportunistic tra- traders on the other side that ins- instead of giving me maybe a, a par bid, they might say, I'll pay you 95 cents in the dollar, which is 5% less. I see. I see. Does that help out there? Yeah, I can understand the bond market and the stocks. You would think that you've got all these institutions that are automatically going to come in and buy at any price so it's hard to believe that you'd really have an air pocket there you know yeah the the bond market i think this is really for real because i've talked to i mean i've talked to people at a number of the big hedge fund i mean some hedge fund and and also big mutual fund companies and this is one thing that really scares these guys uh matter of fact i even listened to a guy uh uh uh, guy runs a spectrum fund, and he's really not even in the bond market in, in, for for his portion of the portfolio it, it, that he can do in high yield. He's not even in it because he's a little worried about that brilliant individual over at Putnam. Uh, but but I in in it's 
but the market I think the mar- the problem with the market is once the market once people perceive this market is actually going down, I think they're all going to hit the bid. I see. Because we've gone up for a long time, and, and, and one of the problems is this is sort of like 87 where you, people kept saying, well, it's got to go down, and, the, and, it, and it keeps going up, and then you go, oh, no, well, it's got to go down. Interest rates are at 7%, and then it kept going up, and then it hit 8% and fell apart. I think it's kind of the same thing. The dollar, the, the dollar keeps getting stronger and stronger, and, and earnings get weaker and weaker, and then one day everybody tries to hit the bid. Now, it doesn't mean it goes down 30%, but – you know, 35% like it did in 87, but maybe it's down 10, 15 pretty quickly. And, Tevin, uh, one other last question. Uh-huh. If you're a foreign company and you borrowed in dollars and you're having trouble paying back, I assume that's where you're going to have to have the central banks intervene if it really uh, causes a problem in their banking system, right? Yeah, yeah. What well, likely some of these guys are going to end up in bankruptcy. I mean, Petrobras is a pretty good candidate. And one of the reasons is is because if you're the central bank of Brazil, do you really want to step in and bail them out, or you want? Would you rather have them take a haircut and do it that way? Thank you very much, Ted. Okay, good question, Enjoy Chuck. I appreciate it. Yeah, Chuck had a point about liquidity, and, and this is something that sometimes when when things are really uh, booming, you can get a lot of liquidity like they are now. But then when it pulls away, then look out. Now, one thing I, I should have mentioned with Chuck too is. The corporates, corporations are doing their stock buyback programs, and that's providing a lot of liquidity right now to the stock market. Uh, and, and so that's giving us some liquidity. Once that starts pulling away, look out. But the bigger, the, the bigger part problem, I think, is going to be in the in the bond market. Should interest rates start going up? Uh, so, uh, you got a question or comments? Give us a call at seven one three. Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't signed up for our Max Out Savings Report, uh, we send it out about once a month. Uh, we're going to be our most recent one. We talked about. Uh, uh, we actually talked about the currency wars, uh, February 10th, and we said, look, that did not take that long because we talked about it in our January letter and predicted it's going to be currency wars was going to be the big story for this year. Uh, we also talk about uh, P.E. ratios. We talk about deflationary wave in, the, in, in there. And we're even talking about common 401K mistakes, a lot of good stuff. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. Look, uh, I'd like to if, – if you need some help with your, with your IRA rollover, you're coming up in retirement or, or you need help managing it, I'd like to help you out at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. If you want, let's schedule a, a portfolio review for you, and I will sit down and, and take a look at where you stand, how much you saved for retirement – uh, to figure, to see where you, how you're set. We had a, a guy come in, a, you know, a while back, and and you know, we went over his portfolio. It wasn't quite a good fit, but I think one thing he got out of it was that he was just way overweighted to the market, and there was some real dangers. And 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 other times, people would say, "Look, I want you guys to just handle it. We'll sit, we'll sit down with you, go over your portfolio." And then we'll show you how we invest money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach. It typically takes about 45 minutes or so, and I'll meet with you personally to go over your uh, situation. So if you need some help, go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com, and you can set up a, you can schedule a, a portfolio review. You can also sign up for the free report. A couple things I wanted to, coming up near the end of the show, I wanted to kind of review a couple things we talked about. 
Uh, big moves in the euro. I mean, the euro's had a big drop, and and so it, it's dropped about thirteen percent year to date. Year, excuse me, year to date. That is that's the second biggest move in forty five years. Now that doesn't mean it's going to go to ninety five next week. It, it's had a big drop, and they're probably going to try to stabilize it in here. But the, but the negatives and the things you should be concerned about is it's going to do a couple things. It's going to it's going to hurt corporate earnings for companies selling overseas because they're not going to be able to. Uh, get as much for the profits to, when they repatriate their funds. In addition, company, foreign companies won't be able to afford our products, so it's going to slow our economy down. This is not good for the markets. It's a, it's a negative, and it's something we have to really watch closely. And we're writing a lot about this and talking about this. Now you really want to watch and have your guard up to protect your portfolio in this type of environment. Well, Coming up on the end of the show, if you need some help, go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. And remember the motto of the Max Out Savings Show. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And and so, you know, stick with us. Uh, if, if you get a chance, sign up for that newsletter. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.